Welcome to the Movie Hour, episode 241, August 7, 2013. Disclaimer, we're probably going to swear and spoil some shit. Welcome one and all to the Wayne Knight in Shining Armor Movie Hour. My name is Greg Maloney. I'm here with uh, my co-hosts to discuss movies today, tomorrow, maybe the day after that, probably the following week and weekend, and hopefully for the next month. But we're here today specifically to have some fun, and I am uh, here with my brother James and everyone's favorite, Jeff. Welcome back, gentlemen. Hey, kids. Yay, movies! Movies! We've got a fourth here today. He's a pretty cool guy. You might have heard of him. Josh. Josh is here uh, joining us from uh, going a bit west. Welcome back, Josh. What up? Not much, man. Not much. It's been we're still in the uh, the heart of darkness right now. You know, tentpole movies everywhere. It's it's kind of crazy. Uh, we have uh, caught a couple. Well, Jeff and I caught one this week. We will talk about a lot of uh, news flowing. You know, not no nothing big. Just crazy movies. Millions of dollars being spent. Lives being ruined. Probably. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's all, that's what you guys got. That's yeah, that's fine. The show, okay. Yeah, that's that's what I like. Lives being ruined. Who's who's li- aside from ours? Who, whose lives are being ruined by? Well, I guess Ryan Reynolds' life isn't ruined, but I guess his, <laughs> his stock might have dropped. Maybe just a little bit, just a little bit. What happened to Ryan uh, Reynolds? Nothing good. He had two movies that came out that didn't make money. Oh, no yeah, I know. So, so terrible. White, <laughs> white first world problems. That's that's pretty much the issue. Yeah, um, yeah I feel really bad for Ryan Reynolds. I know he, he's currently banging Scarlett Johansson. I don't feel bad for him. Anymore. Thought they broke up. Are they still a thing? whatever? They, 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 they probably still get together and bang sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do. Uh, so yeah, it's um it's uh it's the middle of the week. Everything's fun. Things going on. Bachelor party soon, but. We've got some things uh, movie-wise, Hollywood Hunters, Hollywood Hoopla-wise, but I'm going to play this a little differently. With Josh joining us from uh, the West Coast, Josh, I have three topics. All right. And we're, you're going to decide which topic we start with. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. All right. Best friend of the show, Joaquin Phoenix's new movie coming out. We'll start with that. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we, we might have, I don't know if we mentioned it before on the preview. I guess since this comes out in November, we probably haven't, but... Best friend of the show, as everyone knows, is Joaquin Phoenix, and uh, another good guy, but not friend of the show, Spike Jones. Uh, his movie Her comes out in November. I think it's November twentieth. And of course, you know we're keeping track of Joaquin Phoenix. You know we've kind of built him up from uh, from his recent past and trying to bring him back here. And we've uh, invested so much. Yeah, in we, we there, we've had our differences. We really have Joaquin, but this is this is about you. So. And everyone's here's watched the trailer, I believe, and it's uh, pretty much the story about a kind of a guy that's just no good with love. Sounds like he just uh, got separated from his wife, who I believe was played by Olivia Wilde. I don't remember, but uh, Amy Adams is also in it. But more importantly, it talks about it's about his relationship with a artificial intelligence. Uh oh. Oh God. Uh oh. Uh oh. Phone ringing. Um, and it's. It looks pretty interesting, and Spike Jones really hasn't had anything since where the wild things are. He's done a lot of shorts, documentaries, but no, uh, no big movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Joaquin, but uh, 
this thing looks really good, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty intrigued by this movie. Not yeah, a big fan of Walking. It's a concept that, if done well, will uh, that yeah. might actually earn him his uh, yeah his this, Oscar that he doesn't. This is a role. Him. Yeah, this is a role made for him. I think he does really good with the socially awkward types and in, in movies. So I think this will be perfect for him. And he's by himself. He can't piss anybody off. Right. Exactly. And you know, Amy Adams doesn't hurt anything either. So that's good. Yeah. Let's hope she can actually act in this movie. Let's see what happens. <laughs> And it's uh it's kind of funny you watch the trailer and half half uh during half the trailer you've got Karen O's yeah 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 is playing in the background I'm like surprise Spike Jones and Karen O being cool together it's because they means. have sex I think all the time yeah they like just like Ryan Reynolds and Scarlett Johansson which by the way Scarlett Johansson yeah. voices the artificial intelligence in this movie. Which You're I think is going to play it all back together. Nice job, good hosting. Right, and it seems like uh, everyone's going to be able to relate to this movie because they're just going to like listen to Scarlett Johansson's voice and be like, "Yeah, I'd probably have sex with that robot too." And that, that's pretty much what how it's going to work. That's how they bring in. <laughs> yeah. It's going to they're going to make billions on this movie. Billions. Yeah, it's the trailer does an awesome job. Like that was a really good trailer. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to go see it. There you have to. Yes. Wayne Knight not in the movie, unfortunately. Are there are there awards for good trailers? Because if not, there, there should, should be. Yeah, there should be. We we hand them out all the time. Yeah, the the award is more people see your movie mm. and you make a dollars. <laughs> that's pretty much how it works. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah, same exact shit. So that's something to look forward to down the line. We'll have to talk about it. Then you know, I don't know, maybe October. We'll we'll bring it up again, but it's on the way. Second thing I want to bring up, which is just friends of the show galore, and that's uh, I don't know if you guys heard. It's kind of pretty terrifying news really but bruce willis will not be in expendables 3 so for uh mr josh who's listening we're not gonna have bruce willis. Greedy. yeah because he's a greedy bastard and apparently uh sly stallone and him have broken up and he also claims that harrison ford's gonna be in it so you've got that for expendables 3 yeah just want I'm sure everybody saw <laughs> harrison that already, ford, but, huh? yeah harrison get, ford's gonna be in it get yeah. off my plane was that poignant that he's yeah. now in action yeah. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. You never saw the fugitive. That's all he did. I, was I did see ass. the fugitive, but he was less of an action star in that. Like he didn't yeah. jump. Dude, off he that beat the man. shit out of that one-armed man. Beat the shit out. Yeah. Okay, big fucking <laughs> deal, dude. That one-armed guy. Jim Abbott. Abbott. I don't care what one-armed man. I will take him. But oh. I, I think Jim Abbott would win. Yeah, possibly. What if he had a gun? Because he had a gun. He did have a gun in that, but he still well, didn't work that well. Apparently, yeah, still beat him up. And I, I guess there's really just no bigger asshole than Bruce Willis in Hollywood because it's just, uh, I don't know. I guess everyone's what? done that in a while, but um, you haven't, you haven't heard about how big of a dick Bruce Willis is. You see, I see him all the time. He's a dick. He's, he's just a giant dick walking around. Wait, who's your West Coast nice correspondent here? Uh, it, it's you. It's you. And yeah, I'm surprised that you're straight here. I'm surprised at your lack of knowledge about how Bruce Willis is not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe everything you're reading the tabloids greg <laughs> it, um, can you give us one example of how bruce willis sure is sure sure uh there was a youtube video of him and uh mary louise parker jeff's favorite uh jeff's girl really yeah i do like mary louise parker. and they were just doing an interview with some guys uh, on the radio and he just pretty much turned the interview into a giant uh picture homer doing an interview and do, doing his sarcastic homer and he does it for like two minutes and make and Mary is sitting right next to him, like just super, oh my God, this is awkward. And the radio <laughs> host is trying to like fend him off. Like pretty much he goes like, yeah, so, you know, what did you think about the movie? What, did you find anything hard about it? And uh, Bruce Willis was just like, yeah, you know, that's a really great question. Really great. Like, and just... <laughs> He asked him a question. Yeah, yeah. wait. This is, this is making me like Bruce Willis right, right. more. He asked him a, a question about uh, like in 
driving, there was a stunt where he had to do, you know, a 360 and do something else, whatever. And he, Bruce Willis just jumps into, this is, I don't know why I'm explaining this to you guys, but jumps into a, like, yeah, you know, I wish I was driving away from this interview right now. Like, just, <laughs> wow. That's a terrible joke. God. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm supposed to not like Bruce Willis because of yeah, these things. I know, I know, Josh, you hate humanity. That's why you're on the show, really, because it's, it's your art. You're our... Do it. <laughs> uh yeah anyhow that's story number two story number three which i was going to slide this under the radar this is kind of like the thing that you put in at the end of the week where all the other news like takes it over what is it? it's in west wing garbage day is that what it is yep, garbage, garbage day, day friday My avatar is now going to be three movies instead of two sorry uh it's gonna, there's gonna be three sequels so obviously they're hopping it yeah because why why not print money when you can why not so uh i think uh james cameron James Cameron, another. Do you know how James Cameron's an asshole, Josh? Have you heard that before? Well, yeah, I know that based on his <laughs> movies. Good point. Good point. Uh, but he had said in writing the new films, I've come to realize that Avatar's world story and characters have become even richer than I anticipated. Even richer. <laughs> yeah, what a great, great. Yeah, I know. And it became apparent that two films would not be enough to capture That's everything. Awesome. It's like it's like he discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> he, my world has just gotten so much richer. It's he crazy. landed on the moon, and they expected a certain amount of life there, but there's just way too much life here to put in, <laughs> put in two movies. They gotta, we we gotta, went around this one mountain, and there was so much cool shit. We had to do another right. movie. It's gonna be awesome. This uh, franchise is so profitable. We couldn't stop at two. Right. right. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, fun week. Uh, a lot of lot of lot of fun things going on, but. I guess let's talk about the the stuff we've covered in the last week. I uh, ended up catching Wolverine. Jeff saw it. Uh, Josh, James, you guys have something you guys want to bring up? Something badass before we move on to the Wolverine? I just want to talk more about Wolverine after you guys talk about well, Wolverine. Well, we're gonna talk, like that's pretty much the rest of the show. We're gonna talk about Wolverine, how awesome it was, and uh, how Jim <laughs> loves the Wolverine. I think what we should have done instead of paying money and going and seeing this would, would just be to watch um, in the movie Red Dawn the clip where the kid goes, Wolverine, just on loop for two hours. That would have been a more fulfilling. <laughs> the new Red Dawn or the old one? I haven't seen the new one yet. Yet. Yep. You'll, you'll get there, buddy. You'll get there. Um, as as reviewed on, on the show by Greg. But, sweet. Let's uh, talk about the Wolverine then. Uh, Jeff, how about you uh, lay the groundwork and I'll, I will build build from there i have a i have an x-men question before i do is that okay yeah i am not an expert jim uh, is probably the best expert we have but i understand yeah. um so it, at the beginning of the movie like one of the first things we see so i'm not spoiling anything is that gene gray is dead yeah um and he's like i killed her yep I don't remember that. I remember her getting like washed away, and I don't know. Maybe that was like X Men too. I don't really remember the situation. What? How, what? How did he kill her? Why? What Jeff, happened? you're not familiar with the movie X Men Three, are you? I guess I'm not. Yeah, no. That's... Although I do seem to remember Magneto bending the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Was that yeah, three? Yep, yeah, that was three. Yeah, that so I guess three, maybe yeah. I did see it, and I just you know just blocked it out like the yeah, rest of us. Exactly. It's the last stand. X Men. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer was in it though. Like, he was <laughs> just. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, it, you you might be a little bit lost going through this movie because there's quite a bit of him dealing with uh, killing uh, Jean Grey. Right. Well, I mean, once you know that that happened, I think right. like you you kind of get it. But like, I don't really remember what, what was this. What was the what were the circumstances? Um, well. It, it, yeah. This for me in so the let's just let's let's spoil both movies. Uh, Good. <laughs> um. In the second one, which Jim will be able to uh, probably shed some more light on too, is Jean Grey slowly become like 
the idea, I think in the comics, Jean Grey kind of like makes contact with this like Phoenix being and she's ends up being like the medium between the avatar, if you will. Yeah, like yeah, me I like medium better, but you know, Shut say, up. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> um and this Phoenix thing is supposed to be like an alien, but makes her super powerful and she runs around and starts doing shit that's not Jean Grey, it's the Phoenix doing it. So in the very end of the second one, you get that feeling when she like stops the water from killing the blowing up the plane and she makes that. it lift off. And then you get a little like probably five frames of like outer space when the water hits her. And that's where it's like, OK, and she starts like glowing red in her eyes. Anyhow, in the yeah. third one, she's completely like the Phoenix pretty much. And that's her wrecking the place. And she kills Professor X and oh, she, I mean, she killed Professor X. Yeah, blew him apart. Holy that? shit! Yeah, that's yep. terrible. Right. That was right. actually the that was actually a pretty cool scene. That movie is terrible, but I kind of like that scene. So, actually. and toward the end, she's pretty much like blowing up the whole island, and uh, Wolverine ends up just anyone that goes near her like gets burned. But since he's can regenerate, he's like walking towards her, and just stabs her right in the stomach like as he gets to her, and it has to kill her because if he doesn't, everybody's gonna die. Right, right. But he's he's in love with Jean yeah. Grey, but yep. she's not like nope, there is exactly. no, there is no Dana only Zool. Yep, exactly. Got so, it. Now, okay, now you can go watch the Wolverine and enjoy. Yeah, it. no yeah. wonder you didn't enjoy it. No wonder <laughs> I didn't get a huge <laughs> kick out of it. Okay. So, um, all right. So the Wolverine, yeah. So, uh, he's he uh, it starts off and he's in Nagasaki and um, the, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Americans dropped a pretty big uh, bomb on Nagasaki and he saves this guy's life um, he, like a Japanese uh, soldier who apparently had been like kind of nice to him and had been uh, had been good to the other prisoners of war it looks like uh, through the Wait, magic how did he, film how did he save this guy alright so they were keeping the Wolverine he was like a POW and they were keeping him in like this like well thing because otherwise he would get out I guess sure. um, I don't know why he wouldn't get out of there it seemed anyway that, you know lots of things but yeah, uh, no, at this point you have to, like I guess the time frame might have already brought it up since it's you know World War Two, but uh, he doesn't have adamantium yet he's just yeah. got his bones so he's yeah. not super cool Wolverine yet Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that right. was infused in him mind. later. Yeah, I, I, yeah, X Men. Okay. Um. So uh, anyway, so yeah, and uh, he, so they're keeping in this. They're keeping him in this well, and the uh, the the bomb hits, and he winds up saving this guy and like dragging him down in the well with him, and like covering him up with the like some piece of metal while he like gets burned up by the bomb basically, but immediately regenerates because he's. <laughs> the Wolverine and this is the, you know, this is what we accept. And so, um, you know, flash forward to modern day and the Wolverine's living out in the woods and he, he's just kind of like a derelict and unhappy and, uh, dude, he's know. perfectly happy. Other than his nightmares, he sits up in a mountain listening to the radio and drinking. That's what he does with it. Like, that's what his plan is, his long-term plan. It's awesome. That is what you do when you're happy. Right. You just sit around, listen to the radio and drink. He's no, yeah. He's very unhappy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. Very funny guys. Very funny. <laughs> Alcoholic hermitism is yep. something that I deal with every day, okay? Oh. And I don't like you guys making fun of it. Um, so, old-time radio. <laughs> old-time radioing, yes. So anyway, so yeah, um, and the, this uh, the, this Japanese girl comes and finds him uh, and uh, played by, what's her name? Uh, who Fukushima. looks like she's like seven. Yeah. Um, 
Read lots She's of- got a really like big like triangle face too, which is kind of interesting. Kind of <laughs> catches the eye. Um, so, oh. so anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, so and says like, yeah, this guy wants to see you because he's dying and blah blah blah. And it turns out her mutant power is that she can tell when people are gonna die. Don't get me started on like how ridiculous this whole mutant thing is and how like they all just get their own weird power and like it's not anything that some of them turn into fucking blue birds and anyway. It's very logical. Well, yeah, the mutant is scientific. The mutant things really play down in this versus all the other ones, though. Versus, I guess that yeah, that, that to, is quite true. There are like three to, mutants. In yeah, this. compared to any of the other X Men movies, you get very little mutant play in this. In right. This all right. So anyway, she she convinces him to go back to Japan to say goodbye to this guy, and uh, he, he says that he can make the Wolverine mortal, and uh, sort of that his his he's dying of cancer, but his doctor. Uh, manages to take Wolverine's immortality from him despite uh, Wolverine's reticence. And so Wolverine winds up in, uh, he winds up mortal for like a couple of minutes um, and in, in the film and winds up like getting in a couple fights while he's mortal. And you're like, Oh shit, you know, he's getting shot and like, that's going to hurt. And that, you know, so <laughs> that's cool. And um, it turns out there's this whole like Yakuza daughter of the guy. Long story short, he winds up at the end fighting this uh, giant adamantium samurai guy in like the. It's super sweet. Silver samurai? It's super sweet. Also, the samurai guy chops off his claws, which which seems. His bone claws? His his adamantium, well, both, I guess. Um, he he chops them off, which it seems like if you could, like, if he can regenerate every part of his body, why not his bone? Anyway, the, all right. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah. Overall, you know, I, I don't know. I I talk a lot of shit. The action in this movie was watchable. I saw it in 3D because that was pretty much the only option I had. The 3D was ignorable which yeah, is the best yeah. I, I saw it 3D too and I was going to say the same thing like it uh, did not do anything yeah and uh yeah i mean it was it was i i thought it was better than probably the other x-men movies that i had seen um yeah maybe i like the last stand better or not last stand. no <laughs> yeah, not, you not haven't that. seen that one yeah, first yeah. class x-men first class maybe i like that one better i don't know like i just i know wolverine's jim's favorite superhero and uh, or his favorite X-Man anyway. I just, I don't, I don't get a big kick out of him. I, I, I see enough movies about bad boys that don't follow the rules. <laughs> yeah. He was the first, God damn it. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, that, that's fair. So that's, I, I'm sorry. I'm a little long winded on this, no, but no, that's fine. Well, no, the action was cool. Um, the fight scenes, the fight scenes worked out. I thought that, uh, the, the fight scene in the middle of the movie at the guy's funeral, the, uh, the old guy who died yeah. of cancer, um i thought that that one was pretty excellent i sort of was watching it and thinking like didn't marvel just make this movie with the guy who's the great archer and the girl who's an unbelievable martial artist but you know that's here nor there um but ryla fukushima her action scenes i thought were better than the wolverines uh she did a good job i thought like she fights with like a little staff thing yeah it's it's (laughs) so as Jeff was mentioning, getting to the middle of the movie, this guy that gets Wolverine out to uh, offers to take away his powers for him. Because he actually, what's interesting is you watch the trailer, and in the trailer, 
you get the feeling that Wolverine gives up his powers willingly, but he doesn't at all. Like the trailer makes you think, oh, he's going to choose mortality and just be a normal guy. And then he has right. to like a la Superman two. like this movie feels a lot like Superman two when you're watching it. Like, okay, he's now normal and he doesn't act like he's going to get hurt, but he gets hurt and he just runs into everything bullheaded because he thinks he's still unstoppable, but he's not and all that shit. But, um, you know, like Superman two and, uh, how uh, he walks in and tries to beat everyone up at the diner, and he just can't do it. He just can't I've do it. I've seen garbage eat garbage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. First thing that popped uh, into my head. So uh, he ends up getting it taken away from him, uh, or at least very lessened to a degree, uh, thanks to one of the other bad guys, which is uh, a hot female. Uh, surprise. I, I don't even know how to pronounce her name. Svetlana? Svetlana? Anyway, Svetlana, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, who plays the Viper? Who, Jim, you had brought up the Silver Samurai, and I'm pretty sure uh, I was reading up a little bit on it beforehand. And the Silver Samurai and the Viper like kind of work together in the comics. In this, the Silver Samurai, I think it was kind of a homage to him, but it wasn't exact. It was not the Silver Samurai like in the comic. This is just a battle suit, pretty much, and gotcha. a guy inside of it. That's not the same same situation. Yeah. I- pretty much know him by name only right anyway so i don't care yeah Fuck um him. so what what uh what jeff refers to as the awesome fight scene in the middle where pretty much you have like three factions you have uh this family that has a uh, attractive daughter that's going to get kidnapped by the uh, yakuza and then you have another faction who wants to defend uh the family which is i forget like the yashida family or yashido uh, family, which is what the girl's part of. And then you have Hugh Jackman running around as Wolverine, just doing his own thing. He happens to be in Tokyo because this guy wanted to say goodbye and take his powers from him. Anyhow. He's his own faction. I like right, that you yeah. give him his own faction. He has his own, he's got his own standard and everything. So what's hilarious is you've got all these people. There's guns everywhere because they have high security <laughs> because, you know, this family's been uh, attacked a couple of times beforehand. So they expect an attack. And there's all these people with guns, but as soon as the shit hits the fan, it turns into a martial arts like everybody fast. was kind of <laughs> like everybody there that was of Asian descent was swinging their legs or like punching. It was awesome. It was there were so- a lot of unnecessary backflips. <laughs> awesome. Wait, let's well, first off, one, there's no backflip that's unnecessary. Exactly. Let's clear exactly. that up. <laughs> there's a a part. Uh, I think his name's uh, Will Yun Lee, who he's the he's the second faction. He's running like this ninja clan that's out to protect the family. And he's the archer guy that Jeff was talking about. And he does do just like flips off of railway rails to like get to the next rail and stuff. It's pretty sweet. Anyhow, um, he was in Total Recall, which I remember him from the re- the remake of Total Recall, which I remember him from. But a lot of uh, if you walk away from this movie, you'll just understand that the the classic stereotype of you know Japanese people know martial arts. That's correct. Everybody there knows martial arts. Even the even the daughter who gets who's trying to get kidnapped is like getting taken away she, by the yakuza. She's a martial arts master. Yeah. She won the knives competition yeah. in high yeah. school. Well, it's just great because she's by up to that point she's like the helpless daughter, and then she almost gets to like the car as they're shoving her in, and then she just pulls some you know some awesome twist stab in the face with a knife maneuver and it's like oh okay cool she's 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 hip she knows what's going on and uh yeah she's sandbagging yeah she really was um interesting thing to point out is the two 
girls you see the most other than the Viper, uh, who's the only pretty much like it's Wolverine, the Viper, and the girl that we we're just talking about that can tell people's deaths. Which I going on to what Jeff Jeff's mentioned or was getting to about just her her ability where she can tell when people die or, or is going to die. They don't even like she doesn't even have to use it like once she ends up. Yeah. In the beginning, it's, it's in the beginning totally she would tells Wolverine, yeah, tells Wolverine that she can use her powers, and her power is I can tell when people are going to die, and she's like the only way it's used is to spoil the ending of the movie for right. anybody that's paying attention. Right. That's the only way it's used. So that was kind of stupid. Like it might not, it might as well have just not even have been there. Um, but thing to point out between her and the daughter, who plays pretty much the love interest in this, way to go, Hugh Jackman. Um, and I, Tao Okamoto, Okamoto, uh, neither of them had been in a movie before this period. Like Rila did one short. That's it. Yeah. They're both models. Both, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They, just, they just said, Hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make them and, uh, put them pretty on the, on the screen. And it worked. Neither one of them did a terrible job. Yeah, either. Like, I mean, neither one of them was like gangbusters or whatever. <laughs> but. Right. So I don't know. Like this movie was exactly what I expected it to be. The, disbelief factor like i think we might have to start rating movies or at least these types of movies with a disbelief factor like this has got to be at least up on the scale of like eight or nine there are a lot of ridiculous fucking things in this uh jeff didn't mention the fight on top of the speeding train which they make a point of saying that was so funny like how fast does this thing go 300 oh so there's gonna be a fight on top of it sweet 300 mile per hour train let's let's fight on top of this thing and yeah they completely just foreshadowing up the ass talking about beforehand like oh how fast does this train go oh 300 300 miles per hour sweet let's do this um (laughs) and there were i'm trying to remember what else like there's a pretty hilarious forced love scene between uh Hugh, it's PG thirteen people, so you're not gonna see much. You're God, that, yeah, oh, that was, it, like, it was painful. Just okay, I see what's happening. Get this over with. Like, okay, got it. <laughs> so that, that adds out. to the disbelief meter quite a bit. Um, what I walked away with was I, I wasn't unhappy that I saw it, but at the end, did you happen to stay at for like thirty seconds of the credits and see the the final scene? I had to piss so bad. I <laughs> so, a couple things at the end of the movie, uh, as Jeff mentioned, you get a silver set. You get the adamantium samurai versus Wolverine face off. And uh, the samurai has the ability to actually like the silver samurai in the comic, but has the ability to heat up its sword and swing. But in this, he can actually cut adamantium. So he cuts off uh, Wolverine's claws and you actually do see him regenerate his claws, uh, Jeff, his bones. He gets his bones and fight and stabs him at the end with him. Um, so yeah, that, I noticed, but it's just it took him way longer to regenerate those than yeah, anything this else. True. This is true. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so what I found interesting was at the end, pretty much Wolverine gets on a jet plane with the other mutant girl uh, who can tell when people are going to die. And there's it just turns into like, OK, what point are we, where are we going to go? Let's go kick some ass. Where do you want to go? And he doesn't really pick a place, but they don't address the fact that he doesn't have claw. He doesn't have his adamantium claws anymore. Like they don't solve that at all. They don't. I'm sure you know he's gonna go to a mutant and he's just gonna be set. Who knows? But uh, yeah, he doesn't have those anymore. So that'll be interesting when we get to see like I don't know X Men Days of Future Past come or whatever. But at the end of the movie, they show a scene where uh, Wolverine's about to go through a metal detector in an airport. He opts for the pat down. Ha ha ha. And 
right then all everything all uh everything starts uh doing its cool magnetism things are flying around okay magneto's here sweet uh he shows up says hey we got to save the world and wolverine says fuck you i don't trust you he's like yeah i know and then professor x shows up and oh. that's why wait i thought professor x got killed exactly exactly i think at the end of x-men 3 if you wait to the end there's a scene with professor x in like a hospital bed recovering if I remember I correctly, he, I thought he blew up. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't remember the explanation either, but oh. I think, I think they set precedence with that too. Well, well, I don't remember that. And Hugh, uh, stem cells, dude, stem cells. Yeah, Wolverine slash Hugh Jackman also was very impressed that he was there and asked how it was possible. And uh, Professor X just says, "It's like I told you, you're not, you're, you're not the only one with special powers." And that's, and that's, ha ha. And then you know, cut, cut to black and. <laughs> Maybe that whole movie was credits, right? Exactly. Where Professor X died. Maybe that whole movie was like an illusion created by Professor, Professor X, X in, in my cinema. head. Right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Probably. He has special powers. That's special. Yeah. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. yeah. They're so they're gonna go kick some ass together. I'm sure it's some uh, world, like probably some world event, uh, a la the Avengers. We'll see what happens. If Dude, X- we just totally spoiled that movie. By the way, Wolverine doesn't die at the end. That's yeah. I, I, I I know a lot of us probably thought that he would. Yeah, I'm sorry for everybody. Going with Sentinels. Sentinels. Yeah, Sentinels could be it. Uh, that would be kind of cool because then they can just kill you know things that have no uh, life of their own over and over and over again, and it'll be pretty right. sweet. Um, <laughs> the the solution to have some somebody some hero fight things and destroy them over and over again where nobody really cares all that much. Moral repercussions. Uh, zombies, zombies always wins. Right, and they like this movie ended up being. I don't, you know, it's there are a couple playful moments that are terrible in this movie. I'm trying to remember in the very beginning. Was it? What happens to no. Samurais when they get struck no, by? No, it's but it's it's on that same. They end up taking Wolverine, who's pretty much been a mountain man for the last you know, <laughs> months, and they're like, "Oh, we have to give you a shower, before, or you know, we have to shave you and make you." Yeah, look. that was that was ridiculous. Yeah, for like fifty. Oh God, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no I'm, go ahead. I, was... Dude, the uh, the scene where the guy's like, "What kind of monster are you?" and he goes, "I'm the Wolverine." <laughs> that was pretty sweet. <laughs> Actually, I feel terrible for that guy. So there's. This family. You, mean you feel terrible for that guy. Hold on. Try to kill his daughter. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump I... to conclusions. Okay. So pretty much what ends up happening is this family, this Japanese family, who Hugh Jackman's going to go say goodbye to the grandfather of the family, owns this awesome company that's got all the cool shit, and he's going to die, and he decides to hand his uh, corporation to his granddaughter instead of his son. So his granddaughter is getting all the cool shit. That's the guy that Hugh Jackman bang or girl that Hugh Jackman bangs. And the guy in between, uh, is the father that kind of like hates mutants. That's like the five seconds of backstory you get from him. And he ends up just wanting, like he worked really hard to keep the corporation like afloat, And he was hoping that his grandfather or his father would give it to him. He doesn't get it. Everyone gets pissed off at him. And then he ends up, yeah, trying to kill his own daughter. Cause he wants the, he wants the corporation, but still, Still, it's kind of like you know the grandfather was a dick. His father wasn't too bad compared to the grandfather. And then uh, compared to the grandfather, it wasn't that bad. And then also, why if the grandfather's ultimate plan was to pretty much like take the corporation back from his daughter, why didn't he just get his daughter in on it in the first place? Like he does. Like there's no reason. Totally insane. Yeah. There's, totally, there's so many things in that movie that just didn't make sense. Um, I don't know. Yeah. And the whole. 
Uh, yeah, never mind. I'm, about I'm, how they set up the entire town with thousands of ninjas to, yeah. to guard against women. And then the girl just motorcycles up to the front gate like, ah, no big I'm here now. <laughs> Yeah, there's. I'm telling the the disbelief factor in this is huge. I it's, but it's you know it's exactly what I I uh, signed up for once I when I went to go see it. So any Marvel fan, I don't know if if you're a comic fan, I don't know if you're gonna like it. But if you're a fan of the other X Men movies, you'll like this movie, and um, I, I think it'll be I think it'll be worth watching watch seeing or uh, worth watching. Um, and I should mention Famke Jansen, uh, my girl also looks still very, very attractive. She, they, they she's got know, it going on. She had man. some work. She had some, she had some, uh, some help, I think, but she's, uh, still she's looking 28 hot. for life. Man. Still looking hot. And, uh, yeah. So if you want to go see it for that too, a lot of, a lot of, uh, martial arts, which I'm a fan of, uh, a lot of hot Asians, always solo bonus and, uh, yeah, you get to go see the movie. So that's, uh, I guess that's it. That's it. That's it. We're done. That's the final thing. That's pretty that's thorough. It. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be the and, longest review for the worst movie ever. <laughs> oh, we ended up talking. It seems to me that that's the case, that the, the worse the movie, the, the more extensive yeah. the review gets well, on the show. Well, you, you team Jeff and I up, and we both just, you know, we shoot from the hip. So it just takes <laughs> at least 10 times longer than a normal review. So yeah. uh, it's, it's, my aim for my hip is terrible. <laughs> right, right. When I started off, I was talking about a totally different movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, I guess wrapping the show, uh, we had a Parker Posey last week and we now have a Parker Posey this week. Right. A new, new one. Yeah, I got I got one. You actually you guys. You have a Parker Posey. Okay, I just wanted to yeah, because I, I wrote like down I wrote down PPPA and I wasn't sure if that was from last week or this week. And no, uh, I, I've got one. I know we had uh, last week. It was Jim brought up a double. Oh, he brought up his second question uh, in a row, and it was what was your favorite movie with ten or less people in it? Which is a tough question. It's a tough one. It's not easy. Josh, were you? Did you hear that question yet? It should be ten or fewer, by the way. Hmm. Ten or fewer people. I did not hear the question. I'm not sure I could even come up with a movie with ten or fewer people. Yeah, it's not. It's not simple. It's not simple. Not uh, in the next thirty seconds. Anyway. So, Jeff, let's go to your question. We'll go to your question. All right. So, we've we've had Parker Posey's about biopics, and we've had uh, episodes dedicated to biopics, and we've reviewed biopics. Which person that already has a biopic do you think wasn't done justice, or at least the movie wasn't done justice, and they could that, that there should be another biopic made? Which so basically to simplify it, which biopic should be remade because it didn't do justice to the person or something? Yeah. What did wow. we What did we decide? Like how how factual did these movies have to be to be felt the standard of a uh, biopic? I think if it's a, I think if it's about a real person and like, I feel well, like if I want to pick I like Confessions of a Dangerous wanna... Mind counts as a biopic. Okay, okay, interesting. Very interesting. Um, and so I'll let you guys think about this for a minute because you got to kind of go through your lexicon of biopics. But okay. I'm gonna go with um, Babe Ruth. Huh. Uh, the Babe, Babe Ruth, as I remember, was not a very good movie. Uh, and it, nobody talks about it. Nobody thinks it's interesting. I think I think he could use. Uh, I, I think that there could be a pretty cool movie done about Babe Ruth and focus maybe a little less on the character and a little more on the time frame. And uh, I don't know. I think I think it could be a pretty cool biopic. And I think that maybe they should try it again. Is this the part where I uh, pick Bloodsport 
based on the life of Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it's based on exactly that's part. <laughs> because that's uh, that's the first thing I thought of. Because <laughs> you know, obviously Frank Dukes is the greatest martial artist to ever live. Um, let's see, that's not easy. That's a not tough. Not an easy question. Um. Hmm. Another, because conf- confessions dangerous mind is uh that gives you a lot of room too. Like, cause that that movie is definitely definitely questionable. That was immediately made me think about Bloodsport. Like, yeah, he says those things happen, but the guy's a fucking psychopath to begin with. So who knows? Um. Hmm. I I have a I have an I don't know if it's a great, but I I, I have an answer. Give it um, up. The I can't remember the name of the actual guy, but uh, a beautiful mind. Okay, y'all know that movie. Oh, yes. Nash, right? right? Nash. Uh, yeah, but Jonathan was that Nash. His, I don't, was that his real name? Yeah, yeah I guess. it was yeah, his I guess real name. Whatever they used. They so did. yeah, I think it was John Nash. Uh, anyways, I don't like. I don't really know that much about the guy, but I was not a fan of that movie at all. Um, and from what I understand, like he did kind of revolutionize uh, economic theory to some extent. So. I didn't like uh, that movie a, either. A guy a, that a, cool seems like he should probably deserves something a little bit better than uh, dude, a my bit boy, better than a beautiful mind. My boy Ed Harris was in it. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Ed Harris is pretty sweet. Ain't yes, no question about that. <sighs> James, you got one? No, I don't. I'm thinking. Mm. Well, <clears throat> there's always a Jesus movie that you can pick. There's always a Jesus movie. <laughs> the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't give a shit about Amadeus, and that movie was whatever. It's fine because it's got the guy from Animal House in it, and that's any anything anyone cares about. It's true. Um, <clears> hmm. <throat> trying to remember his name now. Thanks. Thanks. We can always pick uh my uh <laughs> my girl Diane Fossey. Uh, never was given justice in uh, that one <laughs> movie. Right. <laughs> Gorillas in the Mist. Gorillas Congo. Congo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Congo was a biopic. Right, right. It is. Yeah, Gorillas in the Mist. That's that's what it's called. Um, man, dude, not easy. Young Guns, Billy the Kid. That's that's a possibility. I'm just gonna just keep <laughs> fucking naming things. I don't know what to pick. Um. <clears throat> hmm. Keep stalling for me, goddammit. Okay. The Doors movie. I didn't like it. Really? I, think, I, think I, the, thought, I thought Val did awesome in that. I, I don't think, know about the movie in general, but right, he did right. awesome, I thought. Didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. We need a, we need a new Doors movie because The Doors, man. The Doors. I I, that's a good answer, I think, because yeah. The Doors movie was pretty much shit. Yeah. From what I remember. It's and we, not very often you get to see... Uh, what's your face? The rom-com queen gets one a BJ, though. I know, right? <laughs> Um, let's see what? what else could be for you. Uh, Ed Wood, do you like the Ed Wood movie? You can, you can, uh, use that. I've never seen it. Have you seen, you haven't even seen a lot of the Ed Wood films. You gotta see some of those. Oh, yeah. Plan nine, plan nine people. Go see it. It's <sighs> Go see it at your local theater. It's there. Braveheart. This question just reminds me of how good man on the moon is. Yeah. It's good. I love that movie. Yeah. That's my problem. Like I keep thinking of. Good. biopics and they're all good and I'm like oh what yeah get that out of my head i gotta think of something bad did, did you like evita i've never seen Avita. it 
I like it by default. How about Shine? How about that? I'm just going to ruin everybody's answers for them when they when they want to actually do this. How about Shine? What about that awesome? What about that that awesome movie that? How about Buddhism? How about Buddhism? <laughs> Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing. It was good. Never seen it. It was good. It's not Very really hard. a biopic. Yeah. Can I pick one I haven't seen? Uh, sure. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. uh, people didn't like Jay Edgar, right? So I'll take Jay Edgar. I picked Jay Edgar based on the Girl Interrupted. Just, just based on other people's reviews of it. <laughs> I, I feel like he's a pretty interesting person. Jay Edgar Hoover will appear in Destroy. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It uh, just popped in there. Rocky Marciano apparently was a, an actual movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a good one right now. So I'm going to have to do a real one on the boards because I've got nothing. Hmm. I don't even have a shitty backup. Okay. Uh, awesome. So you can... Okay, never mind. So, Jeff, you have picked a very tough question. Well done. I guess so. Yeah, I you just fucked everybody. You fucked everybody. But uh, the question one more time, Jeff, and I'll put it up uh, on the boards, com, and also on our Movie Art page on uh, Facebook. Uh, what, what What is it? Whose biopic should be redone? Whose? What if it's about multiple people? What if it would be who? Then it's not really a biopic, is it? Like the doors, like yeah, example. like the door, yeah, like what's yeah, the sing- door's pretty much about Jim Morrison. <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome. Well, uh, thank you guys again for uh, hanging out with me and talking about movies. It's always a fun time, and uh, now is uh, I had fun Jeff. too, Greg. I know, I know. It's <laughs> it's time for us to say goodbye, and I appreciate you guys being here, and I thank you so much for your input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, drive safe, folks. Josh, we'll see you soon, man. Gonna be here next weekend, right? And Jeff. It's gonna be fucking great. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna it's be gonna a pretty crazy time. weekend. I'm a oh. little nervous about it, to be honest. <laughs> well, thanks for coming out, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. The Wayne Knight in Shining Armor Movie Hour. We'll see you next time. Damn it, I should have said Jobs with Ashton Kutcher. It's not even out yet, but I know it is. Yeah, seriously. That should have been my answer. We're making a movie about a guy who is an innovator, a smart guy, young, smart, brilliant guy, had a huge impact on the future. You know what? Let's not even do auditions. We need Ashton Cooper. Remember, if Manhattan calls for three parts bourbon to one part vermouth or two, so I went two and a half. Good, I- matter. Good idea. Good idea. information is not available anywhere on the internet. I think it probably would have been better with two. <laughs> it would be better if I put less poison in this. <laughs> <laughs>